Welcome back, everybody, to another episode here with your host. The D is silent. Um, let's get right into it. So, this last weekend... Um, well, let me pause there for a second, but I'm about to go see Oppenheimer tonight. Uh, Barbie's going to come later this week. Uh, but I'll probably do this episode... And then I'll do another episode later this week um, reviewing Barbie uh, or put Barbie with another um, section of podcast for next week. But this week, let's get it started, man. So I hadn't been to a strip club and oof, it has to be at least, I don't know, four, five, six years now. Uh, I had been actually dying to go to one, but. I was stuck with my ex-girlfriend. And... Um, you know what? She talked a real big hype that she uh, wanted to go to one. She had never been to one. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, but she couldn't handle it. I mean, for instance, I went with her to Universal Studios Hollywood a couple years ago. And one of her friends was like... Oh, I would love to, for you to take a shot, but from my titties. And I was like, yeah, do it. And she got all butthurt and, I don't know, almost was crying in tears because I wanted to see that. Like, it wasn't even a thing. I wasn't even attracted to her friend or nothing. I just thought it would something fun. But, you know, whatever. So uh, I was like, okay, well, going to a strip club with you and doing anything fun like that. Is out the question because um, you're just a bitch. Like, can't have fun. Like, cool, whatever. Not, but I actually I do understand it. Like, you know, some girls are just not comfortable. And I, you know, okay, you know, again, I don't need. I don't want to sound like uh, on the high rope here or on the high road. Uh, it's just what it is. So I, I never really wanted to. Damn, that car is making a lot of noise. I never really wanted to or had the urge to take her there. I never even wanted to watch porn with her because the same shit. Uh, it actually just, you know, using sex toys in the room with sex just went out the window too. Just like all of it just went out. Um, just after the little, just little things, you know, just. It's not even like, I, I honestly didn't, don't mind. It's just. Well, it's just one of those things, like, you, I wouldn't do anything like that with her. Not at all. Just, all right, well, we'll just have a plain Jane. And I, and it's not even a th- not even that, not even like, oh, I'm like, oh, we just had some plain Jane relationship. But, I mean, I just kept it pretty chill, like, okay, well, we don't need to be doing that. We don't need to be doing, um, I don't need to be going to parties where there's going to be a stripper there or... Or I'm not gonna take her to a, you know, to you know, to an adult store like lotions and lace or something, and like look at toys for us. Like no, I'm just I'm not even gonna be mentioned. Like just because I mean, you know, it, it's not nothing, but it's just kind of like I don't need those problems, so I didn't do none of that. So I hadn't been to a strip club in ages, and just you know. I just let loose the other night, man. And I got to tell you, I haven't been to the library uh, in Redlands, California. 
if you don't know the Libraries Gentlemen's Club. Oh, man. What a way to blow through like four or five hundred dollars. Just the females there, the women there, the ladies there. A top notch, man. Just I almost fell in love there for a second. I almost was this old man, my 37 year old body just hasn't been around a 24, 5, 6 year old. You know, zero fat, flexible, silky smooth woman in ages. And like, I just, I don't know, man. I knew instantly when I walked in there, I had made 100% right decision to come to the library. Because there's other strip clubs. I could have gone to Satins in East L.A., I didn't really feel like going to Saturdays because it's kind of a drive. And, you know, if I'm going to be drinking, I don't want to drive that far. I could have gone to Fantasies. Uh, and I like me some Fantasies. A little, It's a little ghetto. They got pool tables. Um, it's in the cut right there. It's actually the closest one to my house. But I wanted, I wanted some high caliber. I wanted to see some high caliber pussy. That's what I really want. I was with the fucking fat ass. Like, I just wanted to see... Something jiggle in front of my eyeballs I just could not believe um, And I just couldn't believe it man I mean just, The women at the library just It was crazy um, It's just one of these things Like YOLO You live once I'm freshly single And I just went To the titty bar I just went And, and I gotta say Watching Miss Sarah climb up and down that fucking 20-foot pole. uh, Swirling down it. And putting her legs behind her head. uh, Slapping her ass. And and fanning her coochie. uh, It just... It almost brought a tear to my eye. You know. And I gotta say, you know, everything top-notch. Servers out there just bringing me buckets of beer uh, walking around with the half a heart on just being you know in the moment man it was great uh, and yeah I mean it's just I was I had an awesome time in there I went with the the homegirl Cirilla Syria Siri uh, she had a blast too uh, we both had a blast and you know, I was drinking pretty good. You know, I felt like a hero. Just drinking good, man. I mean, it was just, I had my buzz on. And eventually, not after, I was waiting for Sarah to walk by so I could snatch her up for some, from her spot. And just, I needed a private lap dance. I needed to see that in person, up close. And, and eventually I did. About one in the morning. I uh, saw her, approached her, said, hey, you know what? I've been waiting for you to walk around. I couldn't take it no more. I'm here to get a, la- a private dance with you. It's like, okay, well, it's, you know, it's $100. We'll go over here. I'm like, yeah, I'm good to go. Let's go. Walked over, paid the man, paid my fees. Had her for like five minutes to myself, man. I just, 
you know, I had to tell her, I was like, man, you know what? I don't know if you got a man or not, but you're like a 10 out of 10. I'll give you 10 on, on athleticism from climbing that pole. That was crazy. Uh, Beauty-wise, a 10 out of 10. I mean, you're just my type. I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, probably, she's probably the best looking and best overall stripper in the library that I personally seen. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't there all day. I was only, I got there at like at 10. It's one in the morning. I had a couple hours to see, you know, some, some girls, they just walk around the stage, but anybody that could climb a pole and just fucking be way the fuck up there, spinning and twerking down the, uh, the stripper poles, that's crazy, man. It's just crazy. Um, and I had to tell her, you know, I, I had to be straight up on us. I was like, you know what? 37 years old. But I'm going to go home tonight and just jack the fuck off. And I don't, and I'm not even going to turn on porno. I'm just going to use this, these next few moments that you're going to give me. And, and we both laughed, you know, she was like, you're so cute and this and that. And I was like, I was like, man, I know a minute or two has gone by. If I don't, if I don't say these in the next minute or two, I mean, it would just, it would eat me alive. I was like, you're so beautiful. I just don't know what else to say. And uh, and then she bent over and put her fucking ass right in my face. Uh, a fresh, young fucking pussy. Could not believe it. I mean, I absolutely 100% dropped dead gorgeous, this girl. Um, curvy, where she needed to be curvy. Excellent titties. Uh, added up, you know, just like giving her a hug afterwards. Uh, a big hug. She gave me a big hug, too. I mean, I get, that's what they're there for. And, uh, yeah, I mean, damn, I couldn't believe it, man. Fucking amazingly beautiful. Uh, and then she got back up on stage and danced probably about just before they were closing, about 145. And I gave her extra, like, 20 bucks. And, again, I just I couldn't believe it. Man. I was fucking completely... I mean, you know, I, I know motherfuckers think they're going to get strippers' numbers and they're going to date them and they're going to have sex with them later. But, you know, you got to keep it realistic. I mean, as a one-off, that that was great. I mean, it warmed my cold, dead heart. And uh, I, I do want to go back to the library. I need to take my neighbor there because he's convinced fantasies this is shit. But in reality... The library is the shit. Uh, the vibe in there is crazy good. Um, and I want to go back. It's just the next time I do go back, if and when to go back, I'm going to keep it under 500. Probably keep it to two or 300. Because um, that's all I want to do. I don't want to drink as hard as I did last time. Uh, and thank, thank God, because I don't know if I would have made it home. I was going to have to pull over and just sleep it off. But... Uh, I had my designated driver drive me home. Got home. It was probably, I got home about 2.30, 2.45 in the morning. You know, because we didn't leave to about 2.15 from over there. And speaking of 2.15, the 2.15, the club in, the, the full new club in, uh, I think it's Riverside or Colton or Grand Terrace or whatever right there. That place is shitty. I, I'll never step foot in there again. I mean, it's not... 
no alcohol, the vibes kind of suck. Um, I don't want a full nude lap dance anyways. I want to drink. I want to see some titties. I'll look at a fat ass uh, with some panties on. I mean, I mean, maybe that's what 215 does. Maybe they fuck in the rooms, but... I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't really know. I don't really know. Topless bars are way better. Full nude is kind of... I don't like full nude bars just because you can't drink. Um, and that's the main difference between the two of them. But, I mean, I guess full nude, I mean, I mean maybe... If I didn't pay nothing, if somebody invited me to go and they gave me like $100, $100 to throw around, I probably would. But I wouldn't just off of, uh, I wouldn't just go in there now. Not, that's not my, that wouldn't even be, like all the other places would have to be closed down. And then I'd be like, you know what, I'm horny tonight. I want to see some ass, like maybe I would go. But other than that, I would not step in there into a. A full new because it's, it's kind of the ambience sucks. Um, but the library is a shit. I mean, I give it two thumbs up. I mean, I don't know how else to rate it, but two thumbs up. If you've never been to the library, gentlemen's club in Redlands, you're missing out. Uh, you have to have a bankroll because you're gonna spend money in there. Uh, I probably threw I threw two hundred dollars straight up on the stage. Uh, I spent forty to get in because I paid for me and Siri, and then I spent one hundred and fifty on alcohol. So there's like, there's four hundred there, and then a hundred dollar lap dance. So yeah, about five hundred, just shy of five hundred actually. Uh, but I don't regret it at all. I mean, whatever. I work hard, and I could fucking do that if I feel like if I damn well please. Uh, if I want to see, uh, and I again, I'm probably gonna go back within the next month or two after. I, Get some money and uh, get a Saturday off. And I feel like, I don't know, being a pig. But it's whatever. I mean, you could knock me in my fucking desire to see some titties. Uh, and I'll let you because at the end of the day, I'm going to die. You know, at some point in my life. And I'd rather die knowing that I got to spend three minutes, perhaps the most gorgeous fucking girl I've, I, I personally have seen in real life in a long time I mean it's just crazy uh, but yeah anyways I got home about 2.30 walked in and I actually laid down for two seconds and my world started spinning like if I was getting flushed down the fucking toilet man and I, and I just knew I went outside Took my shirt off, stood outside, laid on the concrete sidewalk for about 10 minutes, still spinning, couldn't get the spins to stop, stood up, and I knew it was coming, I, I knew it, I just was, already was like, okay, it's just a matter of waiting, and then about five minutes later, I sat there and just fucking threw the fuck up bad, like, I, I don't... I just probably threw up beer. <clears throat> but stuff came out of me. But I'm not sure what came out of me. Because I don't remember eating dinner. Uh, and this is about 3 in the morning now. 3. 3.15 in the morning. And, you know. It's Sunday morning. You know. Today's Monday. I didn't 
you know, today's Monday. It's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I don't know what date actually it is, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, I threw out my guts Sunday morning, and I, and I just went to bed. After I threw up, uh, I rinsed my mouth out with a water hose. Uh, I went inside, gurgled down some water... And eventually just was able to, at that point, lay down and close my eyes. I woke up at about 10.30 the next morning, or that same morning, completely fucking hungover, just completely gone. I didn't even know what to do because I was still drunk. But thank God it ended at about noon, one o'clock. I got up, had me some cereal just to put something in my body. And then eventually ordered pizza and had me enough pizza to recover. And today is Monday, you know, I'm just now just getting my life together from Saturday. And it just, man, I mean, I had a blast, a phenomenal time. But again, I threw up everywhere. But that was, mind you, I had probably about 20, 25 beers. So it was coming. I just needed to throw up. Um... Excellent titties. Phenomenal night. I had an amazing night. Um, and to Sarah, I don't know if you are out there in the world. You worked at the Library Gentlemen's Club in Redlands. Um, we're in July 2023. Uh, you're you're fucking an amazingly beautiful woman. God damn. And, and there's a lot of amazingly beautiful women in the library. I, I mean, but you had to been the hottest one. I was, I, I fell in love there for, I, I, you know. Fuck it, call me T Pain. I was in love with the stripper. Um, I wouldn't have lasted more than like twenty seconds, fucking you. But I would have been the greatest twenty seconds of my life. Uh, but I mean, I don't stress on it too much, like. Because I've had hot women. I've fucked hot women before. So. But I mean. I think I would have come quick. Fuck it. Why, why lie? I would have nutted so quick. I wouldn't even, even fucking tried. To hold it back. But I would have come quick one time. And then we would have fucked for maybe like 30 or 40 minutes out of the second time. Maybe even an hour. If not. I would have just been fucking licking the shit out of your body. And, and honestly. I don't even know why this podcast decided to get so perverted. But it did. Um, and I don't really care. It's just what it is. Uh, perverted ass podcast. But with that said, I'm going to wrap this up here temporarily. When I get back, we'll talk. Maybe tomorrow morning we'll talk a little bit about Oppenheimer. Because uh, I go see that tonight at 7. And um, I'm excited. I hear they're going to have Florence Pugh in there butt ass naked. So <sighs> another one. Bad as fuck. Um... Marvel needs to start putting her in everything. I, I need to see Florence. And they need to work. They need to hatch. They need to just give Scarlett Joe about $50 million and squash the beef. And let her come back in some sort of a variation, a variant. Uh, and uh, we need her back too. Um, and we need more Cersei. We need more Jolie. Uh, Brie Larson. They need to hang on to Brie Larson for all my... Um, and the actor that plays Monica Rambeau is slowly... You know the Marvels is looking very, very good. Um, 
I'm kind of wondering if they're, if they're going to drop Blue Marvel in the movie. I'm hoping that the, all of their powers got entangled. Um, but the villain of the movie looks fucking phenomenal. I mean, it, I, I, they're probably going to kill her off. And I almost don't want them to because she is fucking bad too, man. I, I, me, as a horny, perverted horn dog, they've got something cooking on the Marvels that I don't know if they could cook any better. I mean, give me Brie Larson, give me Gamora or Zoe, give me Scarlet Joe, give me Florence Pugh, give me Jolie, and we need a movie straight with them. Make it happen, man. Make that shit fucking happen. Give me Cersei in there. Um, damn, bring back Maria Hill. I mean, some of the baddest fucking... That's something that Marvel's got hanging and dangling over uh, DC currently. They, they got a bunch of badass fucking women, and that's crazy. I mean, and it's not even about sex. It's just They just have straight up just phenomenal women. Uh, but with all that said, we're going to go see Oppenheimer here shortly and, um, you know, hang tight. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. So it's about 6.20 in the morning, Tuesday, July 20, I don't know what day it is anymore. 25th, I think. 2023. It's a Tuesday morning. Um, again, Pacific time. And uh, I'm a little tired, but let's review Oppenheimer because I, I kind of feel uh, I feel a way about it. I feel that the movie was really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I like how fast paced it was because uh, there was never like a really like a laggy moment. But I do feel that the movie was about 30 minutes too long there's a lot of fluff in that movie that I think you could have done without um especially when it came down to like the about the last after they dropped the bomb and he was fighting for his scientific life uh, I kind of felt like that was I mean, yes, that is part of his story, but they could have, like, monologued that at the end. Or, I don't know, somehow sped that up. Uh, And they started marching all them people in there to revoke his thing. And whether or not... And they made a big deal about whether or not he was a communist. I I don't know if that's also a play on politics currently. If that was thrown in there because of the politics currently, or... And I guess the director, Christopher Nolan's take on it was, you know, we have the most goddamn powerful force on Earth. And, you know, the Russians are communists. And the the word communist came up uh, a tad bit a lot of times. Like, a little bit more than I thought they should have. Also... He said the line. I mean, the line that I know, I most know Oppenheimer for, you know, the now, now I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. I was hoping that line showed up, but then it showed up like one, two, like three or four or five times. 
I don't know. I don't, maybe it wasn't five times. About three or four times. And I was like... You know, a little bit of over usage of it. Should have been only dropped... Once or twice in the movie. Um... You know, that's what I kind of feel like. He should only use it once or twice. Um, to me personally, Matt Damon stole the show. Uh, Cillian Murphy probably did an accurate representation of Oppenheimer because the man looked ghostly throughout most of the movie. And Cillian Murphy has that quality to him. But. I mean Matt Damon's character came in there and just really. It kind of upstaged him in many ways. Uh, I thought Robert Downey Jr. character was. Eh, it was okay. I, I kind of feel like they. They did Florence Pugh's character real dirty. Like, to me, to me, and this is a fumble on Nolan's part. That's why the, the movie, I mean, the movie is good, but it was not going to be, to me, one of the greatest movies of all time ever. Like, people making it out to be. Um, to me, Florence's character was rather just in there for to break up the monotony of okay so what is Oppenheimer he dropped he's the father of the atomic bomb they had to spice the story up somehow um, because it obviously was not going to be you could just it was going to separate itself from being a, a documentary on you know, discovery or something. And they kind of use Florence Pugh's character like that. Um, to kind of give it, separate itself an edge. But that's all they use her for. Like, you know, and I was like, damn, like, did she kill herself? They don't really, I, could have sworn somebody killed her. I thought I saw a glove. I mean, I'd have to really go back and watch that little part. Um, maybe that was up for interpretation. Maybe there's a little controversy around that in real life. Uh, but regardless, um, he should have elaborated on that whole situation a little bit more. It just kind of felt like it was just thrown in there. Like, yeah, or taking it out. Like, did it really need to be there? I don't know. Uh, you know, whatever's. It is Oppenheimer's story. Maybe, you know, this is well known. Um, and then I kind of felt like they didn't have enough Einstein, man. I wanted more Einstein. I don't know how they, you know, 
a lot of this is hearsay. You know, there is notes in people documents, but I'm sure they should have started out with him meeting Einstein first, and then you know building the relationship between them two a little bit more. Even he tells Straws or Robert that hey, there's no need for an introduction. He's already met him. Like they could have done that. Like I, I, the that was great to see. They should have made it like a, a, a eighth of the movie or a quarter of the movie about Einstein as well. You know, they should have. And I, I you know. Maybe even dazzling a little, a little bit of Stephen Hawking at some point. A mention. I don't. They didn't get that far. Uh, and it's just what it is, man. I mean, it's just like, damn, like. And it's not. Uh, it's not a Stephen Hawking movie. It's not a Einstein movie. It's an Oppenheimer movie. But I think if they're already gonna go into that realm of like things, they could have. Uh, They could have dabbled in it a little bit. It would have been great to see, you know, Steven and Oppen meeting, like a young Steven and an older Oppen meeting. Maybe just a handshake, say, I am talking Steven. And then they said, you know, I'm Oppenheimer. Physics, you know, physics class. And that's where it should have been. Like, it should have been thrown in there somewhere. If that, if that even happened, I don't know if that happened. But you know, or a mention, a brief mention of him. Um, uh, but I mean, okay. So I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of doubt, but there's some excellent parts to it. I mean, the nuke going off, the test they did in Los Alamos on the Manhattan Project. The build-up to that was great, but I think that should have been the crescendo of the movie. Like, I think the movie should have ended somewhere a little bit after there. And then realizing the hell he just unleashed on Japan and the hell that is now an arms race between the United States and the Soviets and essentially the diabolical like the very very ending of it uh, where he goes to talk to Einstein and he says yeah he unleashed a chain reaction that might destroy the whole world well you know his physics you know didn't accomplish that but maybe it did because there's hundreds of thousands of nukes now that can just all go off at the same time and essentially kill the earth you know and it's crazy to think that we're we're in you know that's within our grasps and that was the more moral of the story but regardless of what anybody says in my eyes personally um, there's only so many more nukes that are going to be dropped. There's only going to be like two, maybe three. And I, I calculated it down to 
one being um, an actual strike and then a counter and based on for who does the first strike see the United States I, I think is more hesitant to throw a nuke at anybody because we can go and level a country and not need to drop a nuke um I believe we have the capability to invade any given country currently now and take out their their chain of command. So I don't think it's the United States. I do think that if a country decides to somehow send a nuke towards us, they need to send two nukes, maybe three, because one or two might not get in but in case one or two does um, we will know where it came from and a retaliatory nuke strike will occur and that'll be the end of it Uh, the world will see that we are damning the entire in the the United Nations uh, will do everything within their power to seize all nukes all nuclear programs especially when it's weaponized uh, and and put an end to it, but I only see it being a retaliatory to get us to three to three nukes or hydrogen bombs. I mean that's it. That's about the breadth of all that's needed now. What I do see happening going forward is eventually when we are out in space, uh, we will need all the nuclear ammunition to be built. See, and this is what I don't understand. How come we have not channelized or space is already radiated, supposedly. So why don't we hook up some of those nuclear bombs and use them as like a stop-and-go source of power? Why do we still need fossil fuels? I mean, I get the launches from here. We don't want to radiate the whole entire fucking planet just getting a satellite to space. But when we're in outer space, why aren't we using nuclear power to push us to Mars and things of the nature? If it is the case that you know, most of the uh, you know, you can still get solar radiation from the sun and and solar flare and things of the nature uh, could just go and fucking wipe you out as is. Why why haven't we used them as some sort of rocket power? I'm certain if it's what they say in Oppenheimer, like it's the most awesome damn force ever in existence, harnessing basically the power of the star. Why haven't we used it for like propulsion yet in space? It kind of doesn't make any sense to me how they figured out how to get to space and not figured out how to make nuclear propulsion. But whatever. Um, eventually, I think it will all go that way or. It will be that way for a while until we figure out how to travel to light speed. Um, which, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like 
I think we're looking at space travel all wrong. But again, that's beyond me. Uh, getting back to the movie. Uh, yeah, I think it was about 30 minutes too long. 25 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes too long. Could have been like a two-hour, 20-minute thing. Could have cut out some some stuff. Uh, I love me Florence Pugh because you guys see her titties, and she's a very beautiful woman. Uh, as I stated before, like wow, like she's beautiful. And but I kind of I feel like they misused her, man. Like like if they were gonna go, they should have had her relationship with Oppenheimer been explored more. Because it just didn't make any... Like, to me, some of her stuff she was doing didn't make any sense. Like, she didn't want the flowers because she didn't love him. Or because he didn't want to completely join the Communist Party. But she was testing his might about it. But she was attracted to him. Like, they should have went into that a little bit deeper. Instead, what we got was... They meet. They fuck. And then... She asked him about all the stuff he's reading. And then, like... And then the next thing you know, he's still seeing her. But she don't want nothing to do with him. But he takes her flowers. But then... She tells him that she don't... That that's it. And it's the last time there's... And then... They're still kind of... I guess dabbling with each other. He goes to see her when he's working on... The Manhattan Project. And then she just dies. Or kills herself. Or gets murdered... Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, that, like a lot of that is a big question mark for me. Like, you know, just a huge question mark. Like, what the fuck? And maybe it's done to do that intentionally, but I kind of feel like they should have just had her in the movie more. Um, and then he ends up getting married to his wife to like. I kind of also feel was at a point they're rushed and then it's just like towards the end of the movie that's his wife um and not and not that and again I'm the movie overall is like an 8 out of 10 that's about as high as I can go and I actually like the movie but it's far from being a 9 because I think I've seen better movies this year Super Mario is a 9 out of 10 Easily, uh, beyond the Spider Verse was easily a nine out of ten. The only thing I wish different for some of those movies, or well, Beyond the Spider Verse, is probably that we know now that the third movie is going to be a continuation. Like it's a cliffhanger. I mean, outside of that, there wasn't much wrong with the movie. Um, would have just there would have just been a tweak or two. But this one, I kind of feel like if I was in charge of the movie, I would have changed a lot of the movie. Again, I I, I wanted more Einstein. They teased him in the beginning, and they teased him in the middle, and then you got a, a small conversation with him at the end, and I was like, damn! That was the breadth and life of all of Einstein in the movie? Like, fuck, man. Um, God damn. And I kind of wanted them to drop the bombs on here on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like, like they could have shown that. 
And I would have loved to see them and all the other tests they've done in the Pacific Islands. You know, all those are truly breathtaking images showing the world collapsing into nuclear fallout at the very end of the movie. That was kind of cool, but that was only like 30 seconds or maybe that whole sequence was like about a minute. Um, you know, truly, truly crazy, you know, not many people go there. Uh, but overall, you know, it was overall a good movie. I, I, I did enjoy it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good dialogue, especially Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon's character, the general, his back and forth with Oppenheimer was great. Uh, Again, not enough Florence Pugh, not enough Einstein, but those parts were good. Um, could have done a little bit less of Robert's character, I think. Uh, you know, just a, just a little bit. I mean, the movie was fast paced. It didn't feel like three hours, but I did know I did know it ran long. Cause I was like. Damn, this movie's long as hell. And then at the end, I was like, okay, they dropped the bomb. And, and they should have given some of the scientists more. You know what? I, that, that's kind of something. They had a lot of people in the movie. Uh, I don't know if it was Drake or Josh. I get them confused. Was in the movie. But he just did little cameos. Um... Oh, they had a bunch of scientists play characters, and I, and I wish they would have shown more of those assembling of the, because it almost felt like a superhero movie at that time. They were assembling the Avengers, you know. Oppenheimer assembled the Avengers. They should have done more of that. Um, I would have loved more scenes in Los Alamos. They kind of just kind of rushed that along, but whatever. I guess whatever. I mean, it was a good movie. I'm just nitpicking, but yeah, it's about an 8 out of a 10. Uh, I may or may not go see Barbie, but I'll probably do that on another episode. Uh, you know, do that on another episode here. Uh, but that's it for this. That's it for my review of Oppenheimer. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I give it two thumbs up. A little long. Uh, a little long. So... With that, I'll get you guys, I'll get this posted up and I'll get get uh, another episode here going uh, soon, guys. Laters.